Hey guys, welcome back to Teen Talk, and today I'm joined with a special guest. Hi, I'm Joanne Park. And today we're going to be talking about the Asian community. And as a lot of you, a lot of you guys know, I am Asian, but I was adopted and I have white parents, so there's a lot of things I can't speak on. But Joanne is Asian, and she has Asian parents. So, yeah, I'm Korean. <laughs> okay, so and I'm Chinese, just for backstory well not backstory just reference but okay um joanne tell me about like yourself your upbringing and yeah um well i'm joanne like i said earlier um i'm a junior as of the moment i'm korean i have my parents and i have two younger brothers kendra knows them they're a bit of a menace Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, um, well, I guess, I don't know, I could be known as, like, a stereotypical Asian family. (laughs) Sorry. Either way. Yeah. Um, well, I'm pretty sure if there's any other Asians, they know. My parents made me take a piano and violin. Uh, They harp about grades a lot. Um, they always try to, like, yeah, anything less than an A. (laughs) Um, I have been, I don't even know what to talk about. Well, I'm just a stereotypical Asian, yeah. No, it's fine. Um, so, like, how would you describe to someone, like, your cultural upbringing to someone who's not Asian or part of an Asian family? Um, well, I'd bring up anything I just said earlier, (laughs) Uh, but other than that, K-pop is a pretty big thing. Yeah, it's been a lot of, uh, it's reached out to a lot to America recently. It used to only be like a Korean thing. Mm -hmm. Um, other than K-pop, there's also (laughs) K-drama. I'd bring up some food. Korean food is good. Um... They do care a lot about education over there. Um, They're a little... A lot of Koreans are kind of blunt. I guess I'm only speaking for Koreans. Uh, But... um, I don't know. I guess, like, I don't know how I would explain it. It's just, I guess I just explain how I live, Mm -hmm. I guess. There's not really much. (laughs) Okay, so you were born here in America, correct? Yes. But you do speak Korean. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fluent in it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, not that you specifically have to identify with one or the other because, like, you are a Korean-American. But, um, I don't know, I've heard this thing where a lot of people say, like, they think in their, um, what is it, first language. So, I don't know, do you think more in, like, Korean or English? I don't know. Um, honestly, Asian Americans, they're kind of, they identify as both, but they tend to be closer to, um, the place they're born in. So I think in English, because mm-hmm. I learned Korean first because of my parents, but like, you go to school and everything around you is in English. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, 
I'm more comfortable with English. Not that, well, I'm fine with Korean too, but just English is more comfortable to me. Most people from Korea who come over to America、uh, tend to prefer Korean. Oh,、uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think in English. <laughs> I almost never think in Korean. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what struggles would you say that you faced maybe like as a little kid and being an Asian American and then compared to now, since now you can like kind of translate how people like think or like things they say to you? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I went to Chanel, like Kendra, with Kendra. I was、mm-hmm. literally like the only、uh, Asian with Asian parents in our grade. Really? Yeah, oh, wait, that was- is true. Yeah, there well, then you, there's,、um, there's Zoe but, and Avery, but like <laughs> both of them. Yeah, me, also... Zoe, and Avery were all adopted. Yeah,、uh, I, I think I was the only one with Asian parents.、Mm-hmm. Well, either way,、um, am I allowed to say names on here? <laughs> yeah, just don't <laughs> like, <laughs> just be careful with what you say.、Um, well, no one was like overly. Racist or rude, I guess. Like, I'd like to say I made friends pretty easily, I guess. But、um, one thing, oh, wait, go ahead. <laughs> wait, no, no, you go first. <laughs> okay, well, one thing I remember being a little kid, and I can't, like, I mean, I really don't remember who did it, but there is the Chinese Japanese song where they pull their eyes back. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as a little kid, I don't know, I just didn't see it as. Being racist, and I think also because they were little kids, they didn't realize that. I think it was just something they were doing because they thought it was funny, and I didn't think it was funny, I just kind of went along with it. But I think that's something also like towards Asians,、uh, racism is so normalized even today. And people will say, like, ching chong or、um, ask if we eat dogs, and they'll think it's fine, but I don't know. Yeah, like,、um, you know, Henry. Mm-hmm. From elementary, yeah. He, um, I remember him doing the Asian eyes thing to me a lot and saying ching chong. Like, I guess I wasn't offended. It just kind of annoyed me because he'd always do it. And I used to go home and like complain saying he was being annoying. And my mom was really offended, but like, I didn't really get it at the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I vaguely remember calling him a cracker. Like, <laughs> I knew, I knew since I was a kid. <laughs> Either way, like, There was also the thing with like Gangnam style that was like trending when we were in elementary.、Mm-hmm. And I think since I was also Korean, that was like a thing that was、mm-hmm. like brought up a lot about me. It's just like, I guess like I didn't understand it was racist when they did like the eye pulling thing. And it's just whenever something is done, like it's just the reason that. Racism against Asians is like so normalized is because most Asians like go along with it. Yeah. If you see like some of the kids nowadays, they're the ones who like initiate jokes like that first. Yeah. And like a lot of people go with like racist jokes, and then we're constantly told by the people making the jokes that aren't facing the discrimination that it's just a joke and that like you can't take a joke, but they don't realize where it resonates, which I think is a big thing. Yeah. I didn't, I don't really make those jokes anymore. Like, I, it was like a thing in middle school at Lisa. But、mm-hmm. like most of us were Asian. 
and they'd always make like jokes about their parents or their grades and most of them were Indian but like I guess it's still is around the it's still similar yeah but like they always if you even on TikTok nowadays like no black person goes on and makes racist jokes against themselves but like if you see jokes made against Asians it's always like the Asians who say those jokes first mm-hmm. and then like people laugh along in the comments and then like when one person that's not white or not Asian makes a joke everyone gets like mad mm-hmm. but like if you see the people it's never Asians who are <laughs> mad in the comments and I feel like that's why it's fairly normalized and I don't think that's right but yeah I can't speak for everyone so I think sometimes we take it as like a coping mes- coping mechanism because we really don't know what to do about it and sometimes like speaking up I don't know because in middle school it's kind of harder to speak up not that you shouldn't because like you still should but mm-hmm. you're constantly wanting to quote-unquote fit in but you just kind of don't want to be the odd person out when everyone's making jokes about you and your race and then be the person to stand up and say like hey I don't really think that's funny and then you're attacked again just because you don't think it's funny but I think that's something like yeah like I I get what you mean it's easier a bit nowadays Mm -hmm. because like you're older but like um I feel like Asians normalize it even more because they make the jokes among themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when they make those jokes in front of other people, they don't really think much of it. And then other people see that and think it's okay. Cause like, you know, why wouldn't it be okay if an Asian themselves made yeah. a joke like that? And honestly, uh, there's no really, like, there's no way to really fix that unless Asians act upon it first, but, like, we're still the ones going out making jokes. Yeah. I can see that. But back to, like, the thing about, like, elementary, I just wanted to cover this. I think, um, like, no hate to Henry. I don't know where he is now or anything. Yeah, but I, I think, have no idea either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I hope he's doing well, even though he was <laughs> how he acted in elementary school. But, again, we were just kids. But I think um, because of the way he was raised, not no hate to his parents, but, like, it was just probably normalized again and i mean i wasn't making jokes really about asian people because i that wasn't really a big concept in my mind when i was little but i think oh like kids just don't know what they're doing you know kids are ruthless and like they'll just go out of their way to say something and yeah like i can't say that it's not always an excuse but yeah yeah it's like they don't really know anything else Mm-hmm. um I was gonna say something oh it's like um asian parents i'm i can't speak for all asians and i'm not trying to sorry if anyone's korean listening to this but koreans can be highly racist (laughs) um it's just i okay this is gonna okay i'm just don't take this the wrong way i can see where my parents are coming from they're kind of they're very racist but they had um they owned a gas station a while ago in some of the bad parts of town Mm -hmm. and um even now they'll still like be racist in mentioning other races uh particularly koreans are not very nice towards black people or hispanics and i try to talk to my parents about that and i feel like 
a lot of Asian kids nowadays try to talk to their Asian parents about other races and to not be racist and how it's like not right but like that's how they were taught when growing up and that's it's kind of hard to change their minds like I tell my mom that I have black friends they're not everyone's like that it's just like I think it's kind of hypocritical because like they get upset when people are racist towards Asians yet they go out and do the same so like Mm -hmm. it's just I think it helped with the Black Lives Matter movements. I was like talking to my mom about it. Uh, I don't really try with my dad because he doesn't really listen. Uh-huh. But like a lot of Asian parents are actually really racist. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, it's it's kind of bad. <laughs> I think this kind of transitions into our next question. It's like, some, what are the, some of the things you believe that our community can work to improve on? And I can't speak for like Asian parents, but I guess like in that sense, like the new generations and we continue having those conversations with people and being the people who change, it's not gonna be a pattern for the future, you know? Yeah. Um, hopefully the pattern will not continue. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a lot easier world. said than done. Yeah, it, it is, but like, as long as I feel like as long as we continue to like like how you're doing podcasts like these or like talking to people or um, even the Black Lives Matter movement right now a lot of things are changing as mm-hmm. of this moment and I feel like we just need to continue doing so and some minds you just can't change but like you'll just have to be content with the ones you can <laughs> yeah because I think a lot of people are like so wrapped up in the savior um, concepts of trying to like save people and like talk them out. But then there's the completely other side of the spectrum where people are like, there's no use. So trying to find that middle ground is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think um, just going back to the general generational stance, Generation Z has grown up in like the most diversity. So that's kind of probably why we can point out racism and um actually confront it because um again our generation is like one of the most diverse and um that's a lot different than like the boomer generation and then like excelling across to like gen x and then millennials um Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of grown because we're kind of similar to millennials but millennials are kind of chill you know but (laughs) um i think just as the patterns kind of die down, like, hopefully. But it's just kind of what we're used to. So seeing the hatred that's been rooted in our parents and people older or younger in between, you know, that's kind of, like, where we have to change. Because I think even with other concepts like climate change and the political world, we kind of have to pick up previous generations' problems. But, yeah, yeah, at least we're, like, progressive enough to do it. I don't think that's the right wording. Um, I'd like to say we're the most open-minded. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And yeah. I, I've like done a lot of studying into like just what generation our generation believes and stuff like that. But yeah, I feel like we're the most open-minded and the most adaptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna, like you said earlier, we're gonna have to end up picking up the slack. From the older generation no hate it's just it's just how it is 
Yeah. Um, but. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can change the world. It's just. Yeah. We just kind of have to take it like piece unfair. by piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It's good that like there, there are a good amount of us, so we can all like kind of tailor to different things. And you know, um, like I don't know, older generations, like maybe millennials, but older generations who aren't on like TikTok, they probably don't understand how it works. But because of like the algorithms within the app and just media in general, like our generation over the internet was able to like form allyship with the Black Lives Matter movement and it got so much coverage and it kind of shows that like even like not just our generation but everyone as a whole if we all kind of like put our minds to something together we can really do something and like Mm -hmm. not saying that all the Black Lives Matter um, and those cases are solved because they're definitely not there's still a lot of work to be done but it just kind of shows whenever something gets the momentum um it's something can happen you know mm-hmm. and like i can definitely say because that happened late may like george floyd's death i believe mm-hmm. but now it's like mid-september and like black lives matter isn't irrelevant now of course but mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same media coverage and the momentum and people fighting but i feel like something that uh, happens a lot is like trends definitely yeah yeah um like okay so the internet is something the asian community talks about a lot like south korea is known for being one of the most place like they're pretty known well for some of their technology mm-hmm. uh, and they're pretty they're pretty progressive about it and a lot of koreans are all online and they all use the internet but a lot of them also talk about how like the internet isn't how it's like corrupting us Mm -hmm. i guess but a lot of asian parents can be very like sheltering yeah if you yeah if i'm not trying to say anything about some of the kids but like um i would say a lot of the asian kids could be a bit more uh innocent or like sheltered or a little unaware until mm-hmm. they get on the internet like things like tiktok i honestly think i've learned more about myself and have been more informed about a lot of things in the world through internet and social media mm-hmm. but like one problem is like trends not that it's like really a problem but like everything on the internet is like through trends like whether it's a problem or whether it's like just something like tiktok yeah like I- I don't really know how to say this. The Black Lives Matter. I get what you're like, saying. It was, like, it was like a trend. It was like. Well, it was conformed it was, as a trend. Not that it is a trend, but. Yeah, that's sorry. <laughs> that was, no, no, no. Yeah. I was just trying to make sure to clarify. Yeah. It's just like people aren't really talking about it or is, is very active about, active about it as like they were in like yeah. May or April or June. It's just like. <laughs> we're going back a month. <laughs> it's just. I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to look into that, there's definitely, like, people who study, like, specifically just trends and how things work. But 
I think because the black community was so enraged and like allies because of George Floyd's death, it doesn't mean that like that hasn't been happening. There's been so many people and victims that haven't been caught on camera. But because it kept becoming a trend and the protests really um, went up, I think a lot of people were in that stage of, well, let me post this thing on Instagram so people don't think I'm racist. Yeah. that was a big thing. Yeah. And... Oh, go ahead. Especially the Blackout Tuesday thing. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not just... saying I didn't participate in it. I think part of it, being completely honest, it was like, well, other people are doing it. But I truly do want to be an ally on and off, especially social media, and be the person that calls out racism. But of course, I haven't left the house in like seven months, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think that's part of why it's kind of died down. And I think um, there's just a point in like subconscious, because like a lot of people were like, I can't even get on TikTok without saying something about Black Lives Matter every two seconds. But that, like they got the attention they really needed, but it also sparked a lot of like hatred. But that's like kind of expected, you know, the All Lives Matter movement Mm -hmm. popping up. And that, like there's always going to be groups like that, that always want to counteract everything they say, because All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. Um, Blue Lives Matter don't exist, um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are just trying to give out a rebuttal and they're not trying to really have a conversation because I've talked with some people who don't have the same views on that as me and it's kind of hard um, whenever they're not trying to have a conversation when they're just constantly trying to say Trump 2020, you're a snowflake, all that, but yeah, yeah. It's just, I feel like the reason we can't get over racism and discrimination is because people refuse to listen. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if some of them were to take some of their time and actually listen to what we were saying, or actually try to consider others' point of views, or like stay on the matter for longer than a simple trend it would do a lot more. It's just that people refuse to differ from, like, what they were taught or what they've known. It's just people don't like change. Yeah. It's just difficult for them to other people who they identify with are harming others because it makes them just as bad. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, like, I'm not trying to comfort white people, but I feel like some of them refuse to believe that other people who are also white are doing harm to other people of different races because they're white and they yeah. don't. it's just like that's what they were taught and like I've actually talked to someone I'm not gonna say their names yeah they just they're white and they they just hate the fact that they're the same race as all these people who are committing these terrible things in person yeah. and they it's just yeah I think I, like, get it but like yeah I think a lot of that I've also like talked to some of my white friends and they've been like talking about what's the best form of allyship into minorities and like a lot of my other podcasts have like talked about that within this series whenever they come out well they're out now um by the time you're listening to this and you can go mm-hmm. listen to those but there's a point of overstepping and there's also a point where people are trying to gaslight and make it about them because I think a lot of white people like I can't speak for all of them of course yeah but 
from what I've like talked to and heard, it's like um, they're just trying to figure out, or they're thinking that everyone, like every minority, just hates them because they are not the minority in America, and.、Mm-hmm. I think that's another part because they just translate it as we're making them like the bad guys, and、yeah. I, everyone's heard like, well, maybe you have it. It's like、um, it's us. It's everyone against racism, not like white against black or white against Asians or、mm-hmm. Hispanics against black people, anything like that. It's just the general public against racism, and yeah, yeah. I I get what you mean. It's just. <laughs> It's just hard. <laughs> I'm、yeah. not the most delicate with words, Rignafta. Yeah, it's fine.、Um, wow, we got really off track, but it was a good conversation part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>、um, so, what do you like love about the Asian community the most? Um. Honestly, I just I'll just say Korean culture. It's just sometimes. I guess it can be. This is all bad. It can be a little embarrassing sometimes seeing like BTS on an American show because like you don't expect it.、Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's not embarrassing. It's just like, oh my goodness, like what are they doing there? Yeah. Or like, but like I like you end up also feeling really proud because it's like it's like Korean music. It's like you're spreading Korean culture everywhere. And honestly, I love the food. I love the music. Um. Uh. Our families, act, I'm pretty well informed on Korean history, and I think it's pretty interesting.、Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm actually pretty proud to be Korean. I know some people don't like to identify with their own race. I don't know if it's because of racism or outside influence, but I'm pretty proud to be Korean. I like it. That's good. I like、yeah. that. <laughs>、um, I think. As a kid, I always like embraced being Chinese and also adopted, and everyone would be like, "Well, what about your real parents?" And it's just kind of like they don't understand because my adopted parents are my real parents. But、yeah. still, like, I don't know. I think we're taught to bury our culture because it doesn't conform with white standards, and、mm-hmm. because it's different, and they'll be using like、um, traditional. Fashion or traditional wear for fashion, and they like yeah cut it really low and they fetishize it, which is very that's kind of insulting, very insulting. It's in- ex- extremely insulting. Yeah, <laughs> because they are like selling our our culture for like economic means and like also I I spoke out about this on my Instagram. You know the fox eye trend. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. And they want the more slanted eyes, and I've seen a lot of models pull their eyes back, and、um, it's extremely insulting. And they might not even realize it, but they're wanting to get that more slanted eye shape, and that's when we were made fun of as kids, like we said earlier. Like, yeah, honestly, I. It's it's actually pretty insulting. They'll make fun of us for it, yet they'll take our culture. And our looks, and conform it to what they want.、Mm-hmm. Yet they'll like hate us for it. It's just like another thing that bothers me a lot are like beauty standards.、Mm-hmm. It's just it's a little 
harsh in Korea, beauty standards in general. It's like not even in America. It's just Asian kids in America tend to not feel, especially girls, tend to not feel pretty enough because their skin color or the fact that their eyes are a lot smaller. And it's just, it's all hard. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and... I'm not speaking about it as much, but it's kind of hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see how that can take a toll on like. Um, just anyone in general and I've heard like it's a lot more harsher in like the Asian community and everything like that because you're kind of in between um, cultures and you're um, yeah you're just kind of trying to pick and choose but if you're listening to this just know that like you're beautiful in any way (laughs) shape or form or whoever you are and yes yes, (laughs) the world is always (laughs) going to change its beauty standards because like in the Amer- in, in the America in America like 50 years ago the body trend I hate that like women's bodies go in and out of trends but yeah they like the big um or like they they liked really slim women and then now it's kind of like the slim thick and you want them to have curves in all the right places and then yeah but I think Oh, what I wanted to say with the fox eye trend and anything like that, whenever they steal our culture or just, like, take our culture and then sell it, um, it's not seen as bad unless it's, like, from us. It's not seen as bad except to us because other people who are looking at that, they're praising them and they're saying, like, oh, I really like this. And, yeah, that's also, like, insulting. Yeah. It's just like they'll tell, like, they'll take our culture and things that identify us and then conform it to, like, what they want. And then, like, <laughs> when people are like, oh my goodness, go back to your country. And I'm like, I was born here. Exactly. And then they're, I mean, I wasn't born in America, but I've lived all my life here. But either way, like, um, I also talked about this in the podcast I did with Ryan Webb, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was, they said like, okay, first of all, America is, we're living on stolen land. And this is like, yeah, um, just to get that out of the way. But then also, they're just saying like, if you don't like it, then leave. But then they're also kind of like, you know, I don't know. But it's just like, your cars are German, your spices are Asian. Like, all these things you've taken from other cultures and quoted it and labeled it as, like, American, which, yeah. Honestly, America would be nothing without other people's culture. A hundred percent. And It'd just be, like, cottages with, like, cheese and, I don't know, <laughs> Cheese. <potatoes>. Yeah. <laughs> and all, like, the European, like... Even, like, America's even, like... Ugh. <laughs> Early settlers... If you're educated, they're European. And America doesn't have, like, a set, you know, culture. Because yeah, it's taken really from, like, set, everyone else. Yeah. They don't really have a set race or culture. It's like, how, what was the thing again? Salad bowl? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pot. Salad. <laughs> or melting pot? Crock pot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or a crock pot. Either way, like, I, even guns. Like, they're so, like... Yeah, America is so like crazy about gun rights. Guess what? Gunpowder gun is from China. Exactly, Hello? and there's it's die is not from America. Taco Tuesday tequilas. <laughs> they're like they're so crazy about so many things that aren't 
they love from, the cold okay yeah. well they don't love the culture but they love the things within the culture but they don't like the people and the pop street style jazz it all food. came from other cultures yeah <laughs> and you you're wanting to claim it as your own but <laughs> i don't know yeah okay so oh here is a big <laughs> a big concept Ooh. that we can talk about um and there are plenty of things but what are some things that people have said to you regarding your race that make you uncomfortable or should it be normalized um oh big big question people always ask me what asian are you <laughs> I'm, i'm like um i've i had a I, i've had a person literally ask me what kind of ease are you and i was like ease and they're like they're like japanese chinese i'm like it's like ease and i'm like oh my goodness how are you supposed to Oh I, I had I had literally had no idea what to say to that. So Joanne, what kind of Asian are you? Uh, I'm Korean. And once I say Korean, the are you North Korean? Oh, uh, I hate that so much. How do like, you know? Like, am I North Korean or South Korean? Like, what do you think? I've had a lot of friends whose last names end with Kim mm-hmm. get asked if they were related to Kim Jong Un, and oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Like the second I say that I'm like I have, oh, that I'm Chinese, they're like, oh, I have this friend who went to China once. And it's just like, oh my goodness! Huh? <laughs> they always ask me like if I know this other Korean, as if I know every single Korean. <laughs> Like, do you know the John Smith from Alabama? Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, I've seen so many videos where it like turned back. If we talk to white people, like they talk to us. So it's like, so what are you? Re- what's your real name? Or, oh my goodness, I hate that. Oh. oh, oh, this one. They go, where are you from? And I'm like, California. And they're like, no, where are you really like, from? From. And I'm like, America. <laughs> I'm from here. Wait, your English is so good, Joanne. Oh my god, I I didn't know I, my accent. I don't I don't have one. <laughs> oh my god, just like the first thing they ask is if I eat dogs or if I eat cats or like yes. how how That smart is... I am. <laughs> Wait, can you do my math homework for me? <laughs> uh, I'm terrible at math. Same. I, I suck at math. I hate math. Sometimes. I've gotten so so much worse at math. Honestly, please I don't ask me to do your math homework. I will cry. I'm getting worse every year. <laughs> Definitely. Wait, what are you taking this year? I'm taking stat. Okay. What are you going to take next year? Okay. Honestly, Mr. Gilson terrifies me. I don't know if I can take AP Cal. <laughs> they they have I don't know why they make Cal. us jump ahead. I I don't know. But honestly, if you don't, you can't really get into college. Oh my goodness, Asians, it's so hard to get into college. Oh, you want to talk about that? Um, like, well, it's like, sorry, it's just kind no, of no, no, it's good. No, <laughs> it's no, just no, like, go ahead. um, it's like acceptance rates are dropping, like dropping. They're getting lower and lower each year. And it's just that all Asians. Okay, this is literally we just talked about how this was a stereotype, but like a lot of them are smart. It's mm-hmm. not like 
it's not genes it's also because a lot of our parents tend to push us to try harder yeah it's also the fact that a lot of them are immigrants or came over to try and give us a better life so it's even like you have to try even harder Mm -hmm. but it's just that it's so competitive yeah i can see that all the all the asians try for the bigger colleges or the harder colleges and it's even harder to get in it's just it's hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i can't compete (laughs) and like parents make you pick parents like make all the asians all the asian kids do like two two instruments like like two sports (laughs) it's like like, requirement your options open but yeah it's like they're like well-rounded well-rounded sorry that was like out of out of pocket (laughs) no it's good that was a good point but oh when i was like freshman year of high school high school i say that like i'm out of high school um it was like yeah freshman year uh this person really came up to me in the hallway um I was, you know how our hallway is like a swamp and everyone's moving yeah. i saw this person move like out of the corner of my eye and they're like wait you're an asian i'm like yeah <laughs> and then they're like do you speak asian oh my god i hate that it's just like do you speak american you know what annoys me a lot? There are it's a lot like, of things that annoy you. Well, that's... <laughs> you can call me out like that. Okay, one thing is, like, when they, they're they like, can you say my name in, in Korean? And I'm like, girl. It's like, what do y'all mean to say? Like, there's no translation for names. And just like, make something up. Names are something your parents name you i can't just give you a name like i can say your name in like a korean way mm-hmm. it's like i can like it's like how you take korean words and like romanize it like hyung would be like hey young i can say it like that in like korean what do you want me to say <laughs> and then when i do that they're like that's so cool that's like exotic i'm like exotic, exotic. <laughs> i i hate how people say like ex- like describe other people like other races culture as exotic like ma'am you are the exotic one we are the majority (laughs) they're talking about the whole world (laughs) oh my god they're like that's so exotic like oh no 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 (laughs) okay um okay we've kind of covered this a little bit but um let's talk about like cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation hmm how do we how do we approach this uh okay let's go okay dragons are a big thing in chinese culture and um one thing is they're always printed we've already talked about this kind of but they're always like printed on like modern style clothing and then they're sold and then yeah but uh i feel like one big thing that's like taken out of context is the yin and yang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just like I don't think they know <laughs> what they're doing when they like put that on clothes. It's like it's not a bad thing. It's different for every country. Like like how every story or like fairy tale is different. It's it's like that. Mm-hmm. But like Do you want to explain like its origins? Well, in Korea it's literally just like 
light and dark. <laughs> um, there's also multiple stories in Korea. One I was told was like, it's like one's a dark dragon, and one's a light dragon, and they're it's basically like evil and good, dark and light, like dark and light. You kind of need both to balance out life and stuff, like yin and yang. Like, I guess. That's not it. <laughs> I mean, there's other stories, but like mm-hmm. that's what I was told when I was, when I was like a little younger. But like okay. I go to like stores and they're like, I found one on like one of those mood colored necklaces, <laughs> and I was like, what is this doing here? Yeah, I guess it, it wasn't bad. It was just like I was like, why? Like, yeah, a lot of people think it's like just a little cute symbolish, like. <laughs> They can print on some clothing to make some money, but... What else is there? Appreciation, appropriation. Mm. There's also, like... <laughs> I don't know if this really goes along with it, but where they'll just get, I don't know, something... <laughs> just get a random, like, say, love in Korean tattooed on their arm. Oh, yeah. Like, when people take those random words and, like, translate it to Chinese or, like, and, like, get it tattooed. hmm Honestly, I guess it's not bad. Like, there's nothing bad about, like, printing dragons onto clothes or, like, having yin and yang on jewelry or, like, translating words and, like, tattooing it on you. I just don't know, like... Like, why? Yeah, it depends on how they depict it. And, like, I don't know. Because a lot of people, again, fetishize our race as a whole. And, yeah, they're just like, oh, if I if we got together, I could have, like, dated an Asian. It's just like, I'm not your little box to check. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I guess people doing that with like tattoos it wouldn't it's not like inappropriate Mm -hmm. but like it's not really i wouldn't say they're like appreciating our culture it's just personally i think it's a little tacky yeah (laughs) it's a little cringy like when i see stuff like that yeah it's like it's not bad or anything it's just you're not really appreciating it either it's just i'm just like what are they doing yeah i mean imagine getting like soup tattooed on your (laughs) <laughs> arm in English like <laughs> oh my goodness and like some translations aren't correct and they do that's the funniest because it looks cool <laughs> honestly I just I feel like I, I don't know I feel like if you were to like properly appreciate another country or like race's culture it'd be like I've seen like people go to their favorite country to firsthand experience their food mm-hmm. or maybe like some historical sites or like taking pictures or making art of another person's culture or race because you are well informed about it and you're not depicting any of it in like an inappropriate or incorrect way I feel like that'd be properly appreciating another person's culture yeah. or like liking their food but like I don't think anything of that is is really yeah and it's just kind of cringy <laughs> yeah that's kind of like another question I had is like the best form of allyship and the best form of allyship like 
just in general to any group and community is just educating yourself and standing up for them honestly i think that's the best way like first and for like first and foremost educating yourself is the most important you just don't want to go off and say oh i'm it's like it's like when people go my aunt's second cousin is asian therefore like i'm not racist like that's not that's (laughs) that's not not allyship they're like oh i'm dating a black person i can't be racist or like i support everyone so whatever i say possibly can't be wrong or like i'm supporting everything they do because like what my stepbrother is uh hispanic or of asian descent like that's not an equivalent (laughs) yeah it's just i've had so many people (laughs) say that and honestly that's kind of annoying but like i would say educating yourself would be most important and nowadays going out and arguing or picking fights first won't really help us it's just defending us or being there for us or like i don't know supporting us would be the best way Mm -hmm. it's just Honestly, if you go out and fight or like pick fights or start something and say you did it for, um, let's say, Koreans, it just makes Koreans problematic. Yeah. Or like you might end up saying the wrong thing or it's just, it's no, no. You can't really just do something and then later slap a label on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. Just, just please educate yourself. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> I can't stand that when people do that. It's so annoying. Uh huh. Yeah. We've covered a lot. Yeah. Um. But I don't really have any more questions. But is there anything else you want to talk about or let anyone know that's listening? Um. I don't really have anything else to talk about or complain about. <laughs> but it's just. I understand if anyone, it's just, honestly, being Asian can be really hard because even if people are racist towards you, they just kind of say, oh, you can't take a joke or, oh, you're not, you're just Asian. Like, I've had some people say, you're not, you're Asian, you're not black, you don't go through the same level of racism as us. Like, you Mm -hmm. aren't discriminated the same way. Or you you guys are discriminated against it, but it's not as hard as how black people or how Hispanics are like discriminated against. And honestly, I think we're not here for comparison. Yeah, it's just but it's just people yeah. say that and it's like I I get it. There's like slavery, but like the Chinese were also enslaved <laughs> during the California yeah. gold rush. It's just like we're not here to compare. Like I don't see the need in people saying that. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you like, well, go ahead. It's just, it's it's racism. It's all the same. Might as well mm-hmm. stick together and stand up to it together. Why are you? It's like we're not here to compare, have a pity party, see who's suffering the most. Like, it's, it's just, not. It's not a competition. Yeah, like come on. Because like if you broke your leg, but then someone else is having like. Or if someone else needs a lung transplant, that doesn't mean you're not gonna go to the hospital get your leg like, like casted. Like, sorry, you don't matter as much because I'm about 
like i need a lung transplant you only broke your leg like like come on mm-hmm. <laughs> and that goes back to the all lives matter thing like yeah that's <sighs> white people are who are like supporting that are just sad they don't have a movement and they're just like i want to be included yeah they're just and trying to it's take not- away <laughs> It's not fun being discriminated against. We're fighting for what you, fighting to have the same stance as you have in society. And you're just trying to override that. Yeah, well, I think I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this was really fun. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for like dedicating your time. This has been a yeah. This is great. But, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. really nice. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So thank you all for listening um, and finishing the third episode of my series, Minority Status. Next week, I should have one out with... Um, well, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to promise anything. But <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I have two episodes up by the time you're listening to this. Please go check them out. Um, one with Venus talking about the LGBTQIA um community and her stance in that and also with godfrey talking about uh his stance in the black community and those are very educational please be nice to anyone who has been talking and just be nice to people in general like we're doing this to show like how you can be the best ally so yeah (laughs) um bye y'all bye